1: Couples podcast. Uh, This is episode number 24. We are a rolling. I think I say that every time, honestly. A rolling. Uh, So this episode is going to be, does your partner have your back? Mm. And as you know, we are taking you on a journey on the Conscious Couples podcast where we're trying to help everyone with the very things that we're currently practicing. And so we have a story to share with you that actually happened right before recording this episode, which is really, really cool and several other stories as well. But does your partner have your back? Do you feel like your partner has your back? And if you're single, think back to your past relationships so that you can learn from those experiences and bring this into your next relationship you will not be single forever love is out there for you before we Mm -hmm. jump into this episode we also want to give a shout out to next level podcast solutions for producing this show they have produced all 24 of the episodes youtube audio the whole nine thank you so much aaron kevin ron thank you nlps team as always love ladies first Mm.
0: thanks love all right so does your partner have your back so you know if they do or don't I'll just start out right there because I think that's oftentimes we end up kind of telling ourselves a different story and and I don't want to make anyone at fault here for that but bear with me as we get into the story. So right before we usually podcast, Alan and I try to reduce the amount of variables that have going on. So for example, one of our biggest variables in our household is Tucker, who is our eight pound Chihuahua. I'm telling it how it actually is instead of four pounds. Pomchi. Yeah. He's a little Pomchi. He's super cute. And he can definitely be the best guard dog ever, even if a leaf were to drop on the ground. And so while we love him for that, when we're trying to reduce the variables and have a nice, like quiet background, if there's some barking in the background, someone probably might have, you know, a little bit of a distraction moment. So Before we get into podcasting, what we try to do is we put him down in what we call the den, Mm -hmm. which is his own little cute little like crate that has like soft blankets. And we put on peaceful piano for him. He's got the full nine. And honestly, it is like every person's dream to just be snuggled up and get to sleep more. So you think that it would be like something really exciting for him. Mm -hmm. But every single time and now more than ever. And as a matter of fact, like Alan said, just before this. It actually turned into not like a, yay, I want to go in the, in the crate into the den. It was more of like the kind of F you stage of mom, not going to happen. We're going to go and hide underneath the couch. And so recently, um, that's happened a couple times. And one of the moments that um, Alan and I shared actually a couple nights ago when we had to do some work, Tucker needed to go in the den. And the only way to get him out was with, you know what, a treat. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so now Tucker, little Tucker, smart little thing. He now associates with den with treat. Only if there is a treat in mom and dad's hand, when they say that word, will he come out from underneath the couch. And so right before we get into this podcast, I said, Tucker, let's go in the den, forgetting that this has been like my... Many months of conditioning for him to get excited to go in the den and everything has completely been wiped away with a, with a couple of times, which, you know, um, that's been challenging, but it's okay. It it happens. And so what do I do in that moment when we know we're on a time crunch, Alan has a training, we need to get this podcast out there. Right. I'm like, Oh my God, we can't do this right now. Tucker, I want to be sweet and kind, but we need results And so I'm trying to get him out from underneath the couch, getting my short little stubby arms underneath the couch doesn't really work out. And my tolerance starts to like boil a little bit. So I know everyone's been there where you kind of just want to get something done and it starts to frustrate you. It starts to boil up inside of you. And then there's kind of like a boiling point where you either suppress it and don't ask for help. Or you can express it and ask for help. So when it comes to this moment for me, what i what did I do, babe?
1: So uh, Tucker plays this new game, as you know, of hiding under the couch. Mom's trying to uh, get him to the den, and we have a podcast to record. Mm-hmm. And to her point, what she had said, I have a training after this that I need to prep for as well. Um, I've got most of it prepped, but so we're under a time crunch. So what Tucker did is he he hid under there, and um, you basically uh said babe I need help. And yeah, so I was up in my office and I could hear this and I could hear the whole thing happening because <laughs> he runs around on the rugs, you can kind of hear it. So he was, you know, he he Playing. thinks it's a game. Yeah. He it's thinks a it's a game. Now. He's adorable. Mm-hmm. And so he's hiding under there thinking it's a game. I'm gonna hang out with mom and dad and we're gonna play the game of come get me over from under the couch. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so you did we, we often say on this podcast, I think I said it before and I heard this from Tony Robbins every time you interact with another person, you're either going to get one of two responses, a cry mm. for help or a loving response. Mm. And so I heard your literal cry for help, which was, babe, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> and so immediately I, I was setting up for the podcast, getting my computer in here, Audacity, uh, which is an audio program we run, and I immediately shifted gears and j- just came down to help you. Um, of course, honey, of course. Mm. And so what Emilia had done is grab... Um, Something that, I don't know what that a, thing is called. It's a
0: bamboo stick that I am I just got in for gardening. So yep. it's like four foot long bamboo stick. Yeah. And I'm like putting it underneath the couch to kind of like... Entice him to... Entice him to come
1: out. Yeah. It is not a whipping stick. <laughs> Everyone relax. We did not hit Tucker with the stick. My arms are only so long. He, yeah, exactly. So they're an extension of my arms. And we have a will. very long couch. I think it's like a 12 foot couch. Yeah, it's, it's big. And so he came out and we solved the problem. But essentially the, the purpose of the story is... Mm. I knew and was aware enough to shift my energy in that moment to come and support you and to come and help you. Mm -hmm. And that's a tiny moment. Tiny. But as we know from this podcast, it's the little things that stack up and that add up. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting too, because prior to even talking about this and you using this as an example in this episode, I thought nothing of that. So I wonder how many other moments I'm supporting you. So many. It feels so natural for me to do that. Um, but I guess in a weird way, you can't really be grateful for something unless you know what the opposite is. And, you know, I'm sure you've had partners in the past that were not super attuned or in tune with your needs for things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm grateful. It's a great story.
0: I'm grateful too, because ultimately why we share this story is because again, circling back to, does your partner have your back? like I said at the very beginning, you intuitively know whether or not they do and into uh, what capacity. You know, if you're a conscious couple or a conscious single clicking into this episode or or watching this, you feel heard to some degree, right? Because the challenge isn't necessarily trying to figure out whether or not your partner has your back. It more comes in that that moment where you can express your needs and feel confident in your partner's ability to
1: meet your needs. So. And what if I had and this is the interesting study here, what if I had ignored that completely? You're gonna start losing faith that I'm gonna be there for you. Yeah. If I can't be there for you in the little things, what are the chances I'm gonna be there for you in the in the big things? So yeah. I can understand why someone's trust in your partner or feeling of support could erode over time remember Mm -hmm. everything is either building or decaying at all times your trust in your relationship whether or not you feel like they have your back or vice versa Mm -hmm. you know and this is a two-way street too so if you're listening to this with your partner you guys can discuss this and like do you feel like i have your back Mm -hmm. is there ever a time when you felt like i didn't have your back these are beautiful discussions to have um, I, I have a client, um, I'll keep this anonymous of course, always, but I had a client a, a long time ago. It was probably like a year and two months ago or so. Cause I know we started relationship talks about a year and a half ago. Yep. So Emilia and I have been doing relationship talks coaching for a year and a half now and we used to do them every single week never miss and that was before the podcast that was the very first thing we started doing is just jumping on the phone talking relationships with people who were struggling in their intimate relationships singles and couples mm. awesome shout out to you love oh, thank you sweet. That it was, it's big things start small it's very cool you're the best at cool. it you're sweet honey okay you're sweet. very sweet mm-hmm. so i had a client back then who's like i would love to do that And this is a business client of mine Mm because I also do business coaching as well. Mm -hmm. And I would love to do that. I want to do that. I want to come to your next Relationship Talks event. This was like one of the first ones. I think Mm -hmm. it was the third or something. Mm -hmm. She's like, and and I quote, oh, my husband would never do that. And I had a conversation with her of like, why? Why would your husband never do that? And let's get vulnerable here for a second. Like, Mm -hmm. do you feel like he has your back. Obviously not. If you want to go do these things, Mm -hmm. hammering the mic here. Mm -hmm. If you want to go do these things and you want to try this, we would love to have you. Yeah. But obviously there's something, there's a disconnect here. Yeah. And you obviously don't feel like your husband has your back fully. If you did, you'd have confidence that he would, you know, be courageous and vulnerable and do this. And Mm -hmm. I understand too. So I want to share, you know, this person didn't know us. Obviously, mm-hmm. the client knew me well right, and knew you fairly well, yep. um, but the husband didn't know us yet, yeah. right? And they did come around, and so I want to share that as well. So my client ended up going on a, a trip in the mountains, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll keep this whole thing anonymous, but they talked about it, mm-hmm. and she had the courage to bring up to her husband this concern about how she felt like she couldn't rely on him to try these new things with her oh, on this growth so journey. Yep. and after that um let's just say that we we met this person and it it all has been uh really magnificent since then Mm
2: -hmm. come check out the relationship talks from the conscious couples podcast what's different these relationship talks is the depth that alan and amelia get into when they're talking about the different problems so for example, one of the ones we did was how to bounce back from a conflict. But it wasn't sort of your typical, here's you know what you did wrong and here's what you did wrong and here's how you can talk about it and resolve it. Alan and Amelia went deeper and said, hey, let's explore how conflicts happen. Let's explore your communication styles. Let's see what happens when you react under stress and how you communicate with your partner. If there's a disconnect there, there's gonna be conflict and then we can start to resolve it. It's such a great and refreshing way to uh, understand those problems and better understand myself. It's helped me grow as a person and it's helped my relationship with my partner. I'm so grateful that I'm able to plug into this free community and just connect whenever I can and learn from these two spectacular human beings. I highly, highly encourage that you check it out and dive into everything that they do because it's great. Take care. Bye.
1: But that's a really good story to articulate what it's like to to have this aspiration or to have this, this goal or to want to do this thing or try this thing, big or small, and to not feel like your partner has your back. Mm. And it's not just them having your back when you have a, a goal, but also when something goes wrong. Those are really the two scenarios. If something goes wrong, like for example, Tucker hiding under the couch, it's a small thing, but yeah. do I have your back? Right. But also what if you came to me and said, Hey, babe, I really want to try this, this new course. It's a couple's course and I want to take it. Would you be willing? I'd be game. Right. And you would have faith that I'd be game. Right. This other business client at the time had so little belief in her partner having her back that she didn't even want to bring it up. and I know I've been there in the past as well and I'm sure you have as well and so I don't want to villainize her partner what I do want to do here is have other people who are listening to this show or watching this show Mm -hmm. self-identify as you know what honestly I don't think my partner has my back and these are the three options I talked about this a little bit in the last episode Mm -hmm. and I've been saying this a lot on the NLU podcast as well because it's such a thing it's a good framework you can either lead you can leave or you can appease. So in any relationship at any time, I don't care if it's intimate, friendship, business partnership, you can lead hmm. courageously, vulnerably. Yep. You can leave. That's a choice, too. Or you can appease, yep. which is stay stuck and remain the same. Right. So luckily, my client decided to lead and have the courageous conversation. They were um, in the mountains and they talked about it. They were camping yeah. and they came home and off to the races. And things have gotten magnificent for them since then, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. And so the ripple effect of these things can really be powerful. So if you're out there listening or watching and you identified with any of this, are you going to lead, have the courage and the vulnerability to have the conversation? Mm. Are you going to leave the relationship? Like, this isn't going to work. You obviously don't have my back. Mm -hmm. Or are you going to appease and just sit back and remain the same? Because this problem is not going to get better. It's going to get worse. Mm -hmm. When you let things rot and sit there they they rot whether it's a home or a relationship or whatever the car depreciates over time the home depreciates over time the relationship depreciates over time Mm -hmm. unless you work on it and so that's what we want to encourage you to do
0: yeah yeah and and shout out to that client and for you to give her the courage because i know that sometimes courage can be borrowed from our coaches and i think that that's a really huge thing uh but it is really come comes down to you know i've seen so many people gaslight themselves meaning convince themselves of the story Mm -hmm. that like oh I I, you know I feel that my partner doesn't have my back but like that's just kind of how it is like and and accepts so much lower and tolerate so much lower than their own standard or to put it in a different case of words like what they want what their needs are Mm -hmm. right and if you look at your partnership and you say like my needs just aren't aren't supported by my partner, right? That's, that's a courageous moment to look in the mirror and actually admit that not to mention step outside of that, that admittance and say to your partner whom you care about and want to see them come with you. Once you express that and say, listen, I really want us to be a team in this. I really want you to have my back in this because you know, what, what if, they don't want to step up? And what if they don't want to meet your needs? Then what? And and that fear I find holds so many people back from even breaching the subject. Because what if my partner doesn't know how to meet my needs? What if, and there's a part of us that can sometimes catastrophize and think of the worst case scenario, but I think the what if and that little sliver of hope that what if they actually do want to step forward and what if they just don't know that you feel that way, you know, we're not mind readers. People aren't mind readers. They can observe and yes, see your needs, but sometimes they just don't. And so that's where you having the courage to step forward as, as someone in, in feels that way,
1: expressing that can make a whole difference in your relationship. There's one story in particular And Emilia and I were talking prior to this episode about, because I'm, I want to ask questions like, is there ever a time where you didn't feel like I had your back? Mm -hmm. And there is one story that popped up and it was a specific time and we're not going to go into it in this episode, but I want to know those things because if I am not aware that you felt unsupported or I, like I didn't have your back in that moment. Uh, timer just went off, so we got to go. But uh, if you feel like I didn't have your back in that moment and I just keep brushing that under the rug, brushing that under the rug, or you do the same, right. how am I ever going to know? Right. How am I ever supposed to improve? Mm-hmm. So remember the growth mindset episode. If you haven't listened to it, I forget which one. I want to say 19 or 20. But if your partner does not have a growth mindset, aka they believe that they can improve with mm-hmm. feedback, mm-hmm. even if it's constructive or, or quote unquote negative feedback, Emilia told me one time that she felt very unsupported in one particular instance. This is the only one I can really think of. Mm-hmm. And it was a tough one, really tough so mirror. You came scary. to me crying, yeah. bringing, bringing that to me mm-hmm. and you felt like I didn't have your back Yeah, and I will never let that happen again. And I'm so grateful that you felt like you could express your truth, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just remember the suppression of self-expression leads to depression mm-hmm. or eventually explosion. Mm-hmm. and if you suppress your truth, if you suppress yourself, if you are not the fully expressed, authentic version of yourself, you're not going to flourish in your relationship anyway. No. It's going to end eventually anyway, <laughs> unless you stay a shell of your former self, which no one wants to do. But people, a lot of people become a, lot of people a shell do. of themselves in relationships. And that's what we want to help you avoid. That's the purpose of this podcast, the Conscious Couples podcast, is to make sure that you're not suppressing yourself mm-hmm. and that you and your partner are creating a relationship where you feel mutually expressed Mm. and that's really the goal and it's courage, it's vulnerability, it's great communication, it's trust. It's all of these fundamentals that we're teaching you. So Mm -hmm. um, that's the last thing I wanted to say basically is just if you feel like you've identified with, you know what, honestly, I don't know if my partner has my back in this. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they have your back in most things, but maybe they don't have your back in this one area. Right. Bring that to the table. And you can even say, listen, you have been so supportive, X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. There's this one area, though, that I just didn't feel like you had my back. Yeah. And if you lead with the good, mm-hmm. I bet you the conversation goes better than you think. For sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Un- understanding your needs, expressing them to yourself so that then you can express them to your partner. Do that in a way that's um, from an effective place. Like you just said, that's a great way to do it. So, I want to invite every single one of our listeners into our Relationship Talks community, but specifically every single Saturday, we have a half hour dedicated to our community. So, book that on our calendars. The link is in the show notes. What we do is we sit down, complete judgment free zone. It's not recorded, it's just simply virtual where you get to meet Alan and I. And if you are struggling with something like this, you know, and and you're trying to figure out what might be the right word choice to share with my partner, given this X, Y, and Z tendency, we can help you by the end of that call craft together a specific script, if you will, or authentic, effective communication towards your partner that can really help. And so those are free, completely not recorded. And really, we're, we're hoping that you leverage that because we've really change some lives in that and we hope to change yours totally
1: private uh just remember that you coming to us and expressing these things something good is going to come of it Mm -hmm. something good always comes of it always does uh such a beautiful thing so Mm -hmm. we have as you know something called relationship talks monthly events every single month all the months, mm-hmm. twelve months a year, all of them. So many months. Just <laughs> uh, but our next RT event is in August. It is on August eleventh at seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. It's called Building Your Future as a Team. I'm super pumped about this one, and here's why. Mm. We hear about vision boards all the time, right? Vision board this, vision board that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, what about the we board? Ooh, you see what I'm saying? The we board. Imagine mm. a vision board mm-hmm. for you and your partner so you're a conscious i know get out <laughs> i know
0: uh you're a
1: conscious couple it's time to have conscious goals together
0: mm. mm-hmm.
1: I like. so s- we're going to help you create a wee board just mm-hmm. like we are going to create one as mm-hmm. well we kind of have already but we're going to be um creating a new evolved version yes. of what we created a year and a half ago or yes. two years ago now i think mm-hmm. uh, but yeah so if you want to create a weeboard board with your partner if you're single Come and create a regular vision board. Totally fine. Okay. Put your dream partner on the, the vision board. There you go. I have several people uh, on the NLU team and clients who have created vision boards, got it. their phone background and their desktop background. Subconscious mind is very powerful. Huge. you got to have a vision board on your phone and your desktop background. My desktop yeah. background is a quote by Steve Jobs mm-hmm. and my background on my phone as well. That's all for a reason. Yeah. Um, join us August 11th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, RT event, Building Your Future as a Team. And uh, as always, it's not about me or you. It's about the the we. we. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, everyone.
0: Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community. So please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia and Alan is a Lazarus88.
1: Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me.
2: It's
0: about the we.